Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. Hi, What the Fit listeners. It's your host, Chrissy Grody, and it's that time of the month again. Time for a solo intro. Usually, as you know, I'll have a past guest come back on with me for the intro portion of the podcast. The intro of the podcast I really love. Uh, always a chance for me to reconnect with past guests, uh, see what they've been up to, for you guys to see what they've been up to. You know, I felt like we get an hour with these people and then, you know, we might not hear from them for months or month and a half, whatever. So it's nice just to see what people have been up to. But we always run through the same three questions, favorite workout of the week, fitness, wellness, anything topic actually. I mean, I usually call it the thing you want to talk about. And a wild card, which is something quick and dirty we can get through that's random, usually not at all related to fitness. Uh, again, love the chance to reconnect with guests, but you guys said you liked having only me on the intro sometimes. So here we are. If you're over this, let me know. I'm happy to continue to bring back people for all of the intros. You just got to tell me what you want. Uh, I have to tell you guys something because I need you to call me out on this. I'm doing, I do a this sometimes and it's so fucking annoying. If you have thought that, I see you, I hear you, I'm annoyed with myself and I'm going to try very hard to stop doing it, but it's difficult. I don't even know that it's happening sometimes. We're going to try to get through this entire intro without me doing it. I need to call it out because I need to, I need to be aware. Okay. So my favorite workout. This week was challenging for me when it came for workouts. I was really tired. I felt every time that I just wasn't coming in fresh. And so I was like, okay, well, this is maybe your body telling you you need to take a day off. And so I think I took a day off. I actually can't even remember now. I'm recording this on the Friday before the episode will come out because I'm going to Florida next week. So I need to have all this done. I'm super excited. I'm uh, just going to Siesta Key for a couple of days to relax. Um, so I, I told myself I was going to take a day off and then I didn't. I But I did in my mind, I was like, well, I'll just do a 20 minute like back and buys, biceps. <laughs> you guys probably know what back and buys are. Uh, back and buy workout. And that will allow me, my legs to to get some recovery. But then really every single workout I did, it just didn't feel good. So maybe I need more time. I, I was also really tired this whole week. So I'm sure that had an impact. I don't know if I was just trying to catch up from the weekend or what it was. But I did do a workout uh, last night. It was a yoga, system of strength yoga workout. And really I, it was my favorite because I had a what ended up being an unexpected, crazy day in terms of just work and other things going on. And I really, and it was like, this was like seven o'clock and I was like, oh, I want to do this. I know I'm going to want to, I know I'm going to want to have that feeling after, but I really don't want to just take an hour now at seven o'clock. I had to go to the grocery still, but I did it. So it was my favorite because I did something I didn't want to do and I reaped benefit. And it's just another like money in the bank memory for me. To be like, even when you don't want to do things, there is a reward of a great feeling on the other side. And I think the more you can practice that, 
the better you can get at retrieving that feeling. So that was my favorite one. Okay, so then as I do uh, with the solo intros, I'll put up questions on the Instagram story at What the Fit Podcast. And for my thing to talk about, I answer the questions. So if you have a question that you think of anytime, you can always DM me or email me, whatthefitpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll just save it for later for when I do a recording of a solo intro because I'm sure you know, they're only the story is up for 24 hours. So you may have missed the, the time to ask questions. So just know if ever a question comes to mind as you're listening to a podcast, you can send it to me and I'll save it. First question, what's the playlist for the grotto? Okay, so it's important to first explain what the grotto is. If you're following me on Instagram at Christy Grody, like you all should be doing, I wouldn't have to do this explanation, but I will do it for you today. So the grotto is our brand new rooftop oasis experience. Quick backstory. We previously had a wood deck um, on like a, a rooftop portion that's like walked out from, from the house. And we had to get a new roof. We had to tear up the deck, yada, yada. It took a really long time uh, to get a new deck put down. We got quoted contractors. It was going to be super expensive. We were just like, oh, this is not the time. We just got a new roof. So then COVID hit. And being in quarantine and thinking, okay, we are not going to be able to really have a similar experience of going to a rooftop bar, maybe for quite some time. So let's make our own here at the house. So Ryan worked tirelessly around the clock to create this rooftop experience. It was named The Grotto. I am not, and Brad might have been the one to name it first. Some patrons are referring to it as the Grotto for Grody, but the, but the real government name of the establishment is the Grotto. It's beautiful. I love it. It was inspired by Palm Springs and Mexico City and old school Hollywood vibe. But the soundtrack for that space is very simple. It is the studio album Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Just the whole album, no skips. That's what you're going to hear when you visit the grotto. Okay, second question. What is the oldest piece of workout clothing you still own? Damn, I got to think about this one. So I think it has to be a pair of Lululemon leggings, like running leggings that I got back in 2015, 2014. I still wear them pretty often and they are in great shape. In their heyday, I was wearing them like this was like the everyday workout legging. I've since, you know, gotten some new ones so they don't have to be on rotation quite as frequently, but that's probably the oldest one. What I wear on top to work out in has changed so much that I really don't have any old workout tops. Now that I'm thinking about this, this is really fun to talk about like the evolution of my active wear over the years. So in college, I would strictly wear like a white Hanes v-neck t-shirt with Nike running shorts. So, and like thinking about wearing shorts 
to work out in now is obscene to me. But the shorts, they came in like every color under the sun. They had the different color piping along the edges. They had those like weird Y built-in underwear. Anyone who went to college between 2006 and 2010 knows exactly what I'm talking about. I would also wear like other random cotton t-shirts too, which again, like, ew, I would never work out in a cotton t-shirt now. So then Lululemon got popular, so I moved to wearing their leggings instead of shorts, but still for a while, the fucking cotton t-shirt. I never worked out into it. I never worked out in a tank top. I moved into like tighter tanks, I think when I started doing hot yoga, because to me, it's like no matter how much I was hating my body, I guess, like you just cannot wear a cotton t-shirt in, in hot yoga. So I moved to wearing more tanks from Lululemon. Like remember like the flowy ones, <laughs> like built-in bras with the flowy bottoms. <laughs> but then I think like when the leggings got high-waisted, those like long line tanks looked and just felt so dumb to me. I just didn't, I just was not comfortable. So when I moved like fully into the high waist leggings, then I think came the cropped tanks or like the low line bra tops. And that is where I live now. A high waisted legging with some kind of very tight cropped top is most comfortable for me to work out in. Great question. Okay, next question. Thoughts on the roller skating craze coming back during quarantine? This is an excellent question because I have definitely thought about this a lot. I used to love roller skating when I was younger. Like I actually went to roller skating lessons and progressed through levels. Like you would, you know, there'd be lessons for once a week, whatever, I don't know. And then at the end of the lesson, you'd have to take a little test and you got a card that says, okay, now you're at level two of roller skating. But, you know, it was just some like minor tricks and stuff. And roller skating in middle school, like the skating parties, that was everything. I was always waiting for the couple skate so I could just like wistfully think about my crush but make absolutely no attempt to engage whatsoever. So I'm definitely in all that coming back for sure. I think I would pick it up again fairly easily and I would love to style a look for it. But in my mind, too, that this is all happening in a rink. The floors are smooth. It's air-conditioned. I've seen some super gnarly injuries on people that are getting into rollerblading outside. And that, I will say, is terrifying to me. I, I, I'm Falling as an adult is so traumatic Especially when you're on wheels. Oh, I don't want to scrape my face. I don't want to scrape my elbows. I just, I don't think it would be worth it to me. But I could be wrong because I do look at it and I think that looks really fun. Whipping through the air, your hair is blowing behind you. You could wear elbow pads and knee pads, I suppose. And you should wear a helmet, absolutely, right? But the roller skating, I, I'm into that. I want to do it. I actually think there might be a skating party that Anthony wants to go to. So I may be participating. Stay tuned for that. So the next, the next thing I want to talk about is not a question, but it is something that I want to pick your brain on as listeners. So life has slowed down pretty drastically for me, considering where I was 
January, February. And I'm committed to keeping this peace and working through the part of my ego that says if I'm not productive 24-7, if I'm not running myself into the ground every night, then I'm a failure and I'm not worthy of love. I'm working through that. But with all that being said, I do have free time and space that I would like to direct at this podcast community beyond the regular release of episodes. You know, I think I really proved to myself with quarantine and pivoting with the studio, now recording studio in-house, that I'm never, the the weekly release of the podcast, like that's never going to stop. But it's like, do we want to go, do we want to do more? The problem is I don't know what people want. So I'm going to throw out a couple ideas. I would would really, really love if you guys could shoot me a DM, email me, just give me some feedback on what you're thinking. And if I don't get anything back, then I'll know. People just want to hear a podcast and that's that. That's what we'll do. It's no skin off my back, really. I'll find somewhere else to direct all this energy. So are people interested? Here we go. I'm going to kind of run through a couple ideas. Are people interested in ways to connect with other listeners? So I'm not a huge Facebook fan, but would there be value in starting a Facebook group or does anyone have any other ideas of like an online community where people can join? It's a chance for you to connect with other people that are listening to What The Fit. You can talk about episodes, um, share your ideas. I don't know. I know a lot of uh, podcasts have like Facebook groups. So that's kind of where I'm coming from there. Are you guys interested in What The Fit workouts led by you know, past guests or upcoming guests? You know, maybe it's uh, meeting in a park, you know, or a, some kind of class outside. Is it a group walk? I don't know. Do you guys want kind of What The Fit workouts? Plain and simple there. Let me know. And then, you know, thinking kind of down the road, because we obviously don't know what COVID will bring. Before all this hit, I had some really great, you know, happy hours lined up with some major liquor brands and at brand and at gonna, you know, pop up around bars in Cincinnati. That w- again would be a chance for us to get together and have a drink and connect and chat. Is that something that you guys would be interested in doing? Are speaking events or panels of maybe past guests or people we haven't had on the podcast, people in the community speaking about various topics and me kind of acting as a moderator, is that something that you guys would be interested in? Live podcasting events. Again, this is all I know kind of up in the air with with COVID, but just would be good to know what everyone's thinking or what, what they would like to see more of with the podcast. And as always, if you have ideas for guests, if you know cool people in the community doing something that that deserves their story to be shared or deserves isn't the wrong word, but kind of merits their story to be shared, please let me know. I'm always interested in connecting and meeting new people. All right, wild card. What is your go-to karaoke song? So first, let it be known that I have never solo karaoke. I've done it in groups and I know that's lame, but should I ever get the courage 
to sing karaoke by myself, I would have to pick Jesse's Girl by Bruce Springsteen. Now, I did not know that on my own, that this is my karaoke song, but one night we were playing all these different bangers from like across the decades. And I put on Jesse's Girl because I've secretly always loved that song. I belted it out. I really performed it. And Brad made the proclamation that it was my karaoke song. So I have since performed it for very small, intimate crowds. And I think it was a success. But I don't know when it comes to complete strangers in like a karaoke setting. We'll see if it ever happens. But if it does... That's my jam. I think I made it through the whole episode without doing the fucking annoying lip smacking thing, you guys. This is great, except for the very first one. I think, that, I think that's what I needed to do. I needed to, I, I've mentioned this. You know, Brad has told me when he's editing the podcast, I have heard it myself. And I think I just needed to put it out there into the universe to really wait, raise awareness on it. And now you guys are listening to an episode and you hear me do it. You can let me know and that will give me more motivation and incentive to be mindful. Up next, two of the most inspiring, beautiful humans we have in the Cincy Fitness community. Yes, they are bringing a a new fitness concept, which is dope. But honestly, the values and the love that they're bringing forth and that I have no doubt you will hear through the airwaves because they just radiate it, in my opinion, is is so much more valuable than any other workout. My guests today are an energetic and inspiring husband and wife team who are bringing a brand new fitness concept to Cincinnati. Much more than a workout, Shred 415 offers a family-friendly and athletic environment where people of all fitness levels can come together to reach their goals. Long before their studio doors have even opened, these two have been prime examples of what it means to create community and value around fitness. Please welcome Jess and Bassy. I forgot how to ask your last name before I started doing this. <laughs> Enoidum. Enoidum. You're not the first. I've shred 415 Red Bank. <laughs> Here I am, first of all, first ever at home studio recording. I'm giving you all the rundown of everything, and I forget how to ask your last name. We still love you. We still love you. Don't worry. I love you guys. Welcome to What the Fit. (laughs) Thank you. It's so awesome to be here. We appreciate the opportunity. I'm I'm so happy. You two of all people are the first ones. Mm -hmm. First first in person recording since March, and first time recording at the brand new in home studio. And I know that you'll forgive me if something goes wrong, Mm -hmm. or if we have this wonderful episode. What is the name of the studio, by the way? You gotta have like a name for this space, right? So I think it's gonna be Rubio Studio. Okay. Because my Made a name is Rubio. Got it. Um, Got it. That's awesome. Welcome to Rubio Studios. Rubio Studios. Um, But I'm so excited to dive in because I've known you guys for, you know, about a year now and have gotten just have truly from the moment I met you those type of people that instantly like you feel that love and support. I felt that from you personally through the podcast. But there's a lot that I don't know about you guys. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm really excited to dive in and hear why Shred 415, Mm -hmm. the story behind everything, why you decided to go to business with your spouse. Didn't have another choice. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you want to start? What makes the most sense to kick it Mm. off with? We can go into why Shred 415. 
you want me to kick us off? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I'll take us back probably five or six years at least. We lived in St. Louis, and I experienced the brand working um, in St. Louis. I worked for Lululemon full-time, mm-hmm. and I left to move back to Cincinnati for Bass's job. We left. And I told the manager, like, we need the Cincinnati so bad. I never felt And this so, was five or, five or yeah, six years ago. Yeah, at least. At least. Like, I always left the workout feeling so, like, the feeling, like, the intangible that I love. I love a workout that goes quick and it's dynamic and the music and the energy is really important. Um, and it, I, I craved it. And so when we chose to move, I told Kristen, the manager, like, we need this really bad. Come open. And the two founders in Chicago, um, it was her sister-in-law, they're like, know what they're gonna do and she gave me an stl shred shirt and i left and moved back to cincy and that was the end of it um why were you in st louis to begin with bassy's job oh okay i got promoted we met here in cincinnati 2009 yeah i met in 2009 and i got promoted moved me out to st louis okay we were there for three years and what were you doing before fitness stuff um still doing with fitness right so still have the full-time job at the same time which makes it all that much more dynamic both Um, of you do both of you still have your full-time jobs yeah Yeah. Yeah, so i was working in the cpg industry they promoted me back out to st louis was working there got promoted a couple times we got married while we're out there bought a first house out there and then there was an opportunity that allowed us to come back to cincinnati we wanted to get closer to her family yeah so that's what brought us back yeah, since he's home to us, we love it. We're not from here. You're not. We're, I'm from an hour north of Dayton, Ohio. He's from Michigan. And mm-hmm. so we, I, how we got to shred, I always say what you manifest, what you believe, God, whatever power, you look back and it all makes sense. We needed to move to St. Louis. We came back and we've moved so often for Bassie's job. We found out we were having our second baby and we're like, we don't want to move again. We love it. Yeah. And how do we stay here? And I was just doing some vision and goals work with my job and I was in Arizona and just really getting clear on what we wanted and we got clear on our values and like we love community we love connection um Bassy listens to how I built this podcast every day and he would be like just give me an idea I want to start my own business oh yeah. and mm-hmm. we were laying on the couch on Friday and a good friend in St. Louis called and said they're franchising shred you should do it and Bassy was on the phone with him till like midnight just understanding and asking a lot of questions. Like that day. They call you and they're like, okay, this, we're yeah. diving in. Within and 48 hours, we submit our application to yeah. Shred 415 headquarters. The franchise. Yeah. Wow. And had you tried the workout too? I hadn't. No. Up until that point in time. You just see how excited she was about the workout. And we know that this would be something that would not be easy yeah. for her mm-hmm. to be able to say, yes, I'm all in. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, yes, yeah. let's give it a try. And then again, the, my close friend given us a call and he was extremely passionate about it. he broke it all down from even the business perspective and energy and how my personality mm-hmm. fit really, really well with it i was like this is a no-brainer how do we do this yeah i think it was a perfect yes because it aligned with our values our passion and we husband and wife to your question we are we just love working together it's been so much fun and our strengths are so different but similar that i was driving today being like there's no way i could have done this without him yeah. And then I'm sure hopefully vice versa. Like we just naturally love to connect with community. So we're here um, doing it. It doesn't feel hard, but it's challenging. Yeah. And it's fun. And um, yeah, so that's how we got here. <clears throat> yeah. I have referenced the values exercise that we did mm. at the Lululemon event multiple times mm-hmm. and how helpful it's been in guiding me not only with the podcast but just my life in general when you get clear on 
what is most valuable to you, making difficult decisions becomes so much easier. Yeah, you choose. Yes. Is it reflecting? And mm-hmm. mine are fun. Mm-hmm. And that one was the... I think one of the most important ones for me to identify because for a long time I've had this idea of like, no, you should be working hard and you should be serious and life's going to be difficult and you're going to have try and all of these things of like fun was like off the table for me, even though I love to have fun. (laughs) Like it's something that is super valuable to me. Mm -hmm. So to finally in my own mind be like, no, that's not something I want to hide away from. That's something I want to embrace. And it just has made all the difference. So when you said that, you have kind of alternating strengths or complementary strengths. Mm-hmm. What are you really good at? What is he really good at? Well, I'll let him answer for me okay. and I'll answer. Oh, yeah, that's oh, good. No. That's good. Oh, this is trouble. Okay, go for it. Oh, I'll go first. Oh, Bassie's strengths. Um, he's an engineer by trade. And so very the PL, the spreadsheets. He can make a fabulous, beautiful algorithm spreadsheet that, that we That is need. a skill. I'm not the budgeter. Oh my gosh, if we didn't have Bassie, we'd be spending money not knowing where it's coming from. No, that's exactly how I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. that's how we are in our household. Um, so Bassie's <clears throat> like the payroll guy, the logistics, um, making sure like the bank loans are where they need to be. Like, I don't even understand that. I feel you <laughs> yeah. to my core on this. Yeah, <laughs> um, the technical guy and the, all of the things that need more I think thought yeah um and precision he's very detail oriented um and then his other strength he has the biggest heart and probably anyone I've ever met I always say I'm honored to be married to him and like truly an amazing human and so I think he's just infectious naturally his strengths I agree you want to hang out with Bassie you want to know him you want to be around him and he's just and has natural leadership that um I think is really inspiring to yeah, watch. So. Yeah. I get all of that too. <laughs> wow. How do I follow up? Your with turn. That? Okay. <laughs> here we go. All right. So it made me think of the title as we were going through this. Like we figured we want to have a little bit of fun with our titles, right? And mine is just owner slash instructor. Mm. Jess is the community connector. Mm. She's the person that wants to sit down, wants to know your life story. She's gonna ask your question, wants to get to know your you inside and out, and then she wants to figure out what are your goals and help push you towards those goals. As you start talking about the value, she really takes a lot of that she takes from her full time job into how she engages not just her employees, but myself and our kids and everything else that we do, which is what really pushed us to go on and do this to begin with. It would not if it wasn't for her and how she's thought about um our, our family values, we wouldn't be where we're currently sitting out today. But she's the community character. She always wants to make love, not war with everybody else. Um, I'm usually the person that's running around so fast, right? The guy that's out there on the dance floor just bounce from one place to the other. She's the person that's sitting back and she's really just having that deep, deep, deep conversation with you overall, yeah. right? So she's really, really great at that. And there's some of the things where while she is um, more focused on the connection with the individual, she can make sure she's, um, I want to say rewarding, but recognizing people mm. for the small things i'm like yeah that's a great idea but i'm moving so fast i forget to think about yeah some of those and that's things. a true attribute of leadership yes. too right. like a good natural <clears throat> leader wants to multiply mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. rather right. than diminish them yeah right how i think about this all the time i've talked about this a lot like lululemon's lululemon's culture is mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. and did you you know come into it and they helped shape you or did you have some of that kind of visionary Mm -hmm. characteristic about you before you started working for them how long have you been working for them eight years oh wow that's a long time 
Yeah, I, it's such a good question. I think I've always had an old soul. Mm-hmm. I did some energy healing. She's like, you have an old soul too. I was like, I think Oh, I, I love have. that. As in like, meaning like you, you've been like con- yeah. consistently reincarnated as yeah. it goes on. Like in college, Amazing. I was always visualizing my future. Like I was probably thinking about things no one in college was truly. And in yoga, and I just was always a dreamer and visionary and I could see things before they happen. Mm-hmm. I manifested marrying someone like my husband truly in every aspect, race yes. to um, personalities to everything. I just like, it's kind of innate in me. What I was doing prior wasn't serving. I had it in me. I truly believe. I think what Lululemon's given me is the access and the tools um, and the awareness. Once you're aware and you understand yourself, you can start to be in the work. And Absolutely. I I don't, I wasn't aware, but then once I became aware and kind of put that mirror up, mm-hmm. then I've been able to be in some incredible work to then support other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So let's talk about the workout itself. How do you describe it? What can people expect when they walk through those doors? It is the best. It really is. We just spent the last four days with our master trainer here in Cincinnati <clears throat> training all of our trainers. So when you say master trainers, it's coming mm-hmm. from a different franchise, someone that's kind of had mm-hmm. experience different with the location. brand coming in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So she works, uh, she used to be the studio manager at the location in Indianapolis. Okay. And then she was promoted to be the master trainer. So anytime there's a new franchise location or there's a new trainer coming out for one of their corporate location, she goes out and she trains them. That's a fun job. Amazing. Right. So she gets to see the ins and outs of every franchise as they're ramping on up and trying to find talent. Right. That's that's what every business is absolutely critical. Right. It's going to make yep. or break you. It's how do you find the talent yep. that's going to help propel your brand with inside of whatever city or geography sure. that you're in. So she came in last week. She ended up what did she said was supposed to do two classes. She's only supposed to do two morning classes for us, Monday morning and Tuesday morning, just for our staff, because a lot of our staff has never been to a shred class. Right, because it's the first time it's coming to the market. That's exactly it. So staff signs up for those two, fill them up just like that. So they ask, can we get some more? Put up a third one within like an hour. Build up again. Mm-hmm. Then we put up a fourth one. Build. So she did four straight days, starting at six o'clock in the morning, teaching class, which this is the class where our trainers are not allowed to do more than two a day Mm -hmm. just because of the amount of energy that goes on and takes. So she teaches one of these classes and then she's inside the studio with our trainers from seven o'clock in the morning until almost seven o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. just switching off with each one of them, just going through training. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing what she was able to do and just turn around. Like we knew all of the people that we had hired, which were handpicked between my wife and I, we knew they all had the capability to do it, but they came in raw, right? They all had skill sets from different fitness experiences and some of them didn't have any at all, but we knew they had the right personality. She came on and really molded them into these beautiful trainers that we can't wait to unleash on Cincinnati here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So what can you expect? Uh Uh, um, I was on the treadmill on Wednesday doing her class and I was in tears. I think what I will tell people you can expect is it's high intensity. Mm-hmm. You, the 415 is it's 15 on the tread, 15 on the floor, 15 on the tread, 15 on the floor for an Which hour. I love that. Breaking yeah. it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we describe it like right when you hit your max, you go to the floor. And I think the thing that's the best about it, we have a lot of people who say, I don't run. It can be intimidating and we'll never cue you to run at a certain mile per hour. Yeah. I love that. Like you make Christy have a day and you're like, I just want to walk today and I'm not going to do the incline. And that's totally you. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. We are wanting to grow you in, in different ways, but we'll never call out numbers. Even weights will say medium to heavy or heavy to 
you know, whatever the cue is. Um, and so that is really what I believe I love the most is you're there for you mm-hmm. and you're focused on you and what your body needs that day. Um, and the Woodway treadmills, hands down the best treadmill on the market. Hands so down. is that the one where you just, you don't, do you set the speed or do you mm-hmm. run and okay, how yeah. does it work? Yeah. So Woodman has two, a couple of different styles, okay. let's call it, of the treadmills. One of them is a manual, which is what you're referring okay. to, where there yeah. is no belt. There's a belt, but it's manually moved by you okay. running on the belt yep. itself. And then the ones that we have, it is actually electronic. So you actually set the pace or the incline or the speed that you actually Got want. it. But mm-hmm. it's the same that like has like that slope nope. no so no so it's still flat yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, but okay. that's the difference the slope one is the one that is the manual okay, this one is not the manual you'd really you really feel it. it if you're on that one <laughs> yeah. um but i will say the woodway treadmills it's just tread you don't have a hard base that you experience a majority of studios that have a treadmill and so we describe it as running on a cloud um but like really you don't feel the impact because it's absorbed like the way that treadmill works um yeah. mm-hmm. i enjoy the workout because it's not grueling it feels light as you're running and you I've really have to experience it right very few times yeah. when i'm running do i feel light, light. And on a cloud so right. i promise you it will be it is um it's it's an amazing experience and i would say the last thing our trainers write their own program yeah and that's hard to find a lot of times interesting yeah. Yeah, so they write their own program and, um, you know, they are, they'll stay within the parameters of like, but kind of brand guidelines. Yeah, so give them a framework. Um, But it allows them to add their flair and who they are and their passion. They spent a lot of time writing a program. They're going to deliver it with a lot of heart because they Mm -hmm. wrote it. And I do think that um, adds a unique ability to challenges them. And what we learn from our trainers is they want that. So it is important and um, it is an element that. I had no idea about that. That is really cool. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. love that because, and then your, your customers will develop then a relationship mm-hmm. with those mm-hmm. fitness instructors to be like, okay, I'm in the mood for th- this kind of Bingo. person, their music, their yep. style, whatever yep. it is. And today, right. and it helps with, even though it's a, sim- it's a similar format, the variety yes. though is going to be right. there with different people yeah. and different personalities. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I think that that's what is missing from a lot of um, kind of the popular fitness studios now and had that have a bunch of locations is that it's coming from one central place and it can, and it exactly like you mentioned, it can feel sometimes in my opinion that the instructors are not engaged with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. reading a script. Yeah. Right. Like their hearts, they didn't write it. Right. It's right. like anything when you like do your own artwork, you have passion behind what you were able to create. And so that's important. And diversity for our team is really important. The personality that every aspect, um, that you weren't getting the same in every class. Yeah. And like what you'll get in Bassie's class may not be what you get in Tara's class, but they're both beautiful in yeah. different ways and right. fun right. and energetic. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. But their personalities are what will really create the experience. Yeah. And we add additional variety because each day of the week we focus on a different body part. So every Monday, cool. you know it's going to be arms and abs. Okay. Every Tuesday, it's going to be legs, glutes, and abs. Wednesdays is total body, Thursday, arms and abs, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday is total body. So our clients can come in expecting, hey, I know what I'm going to get each one of these days, but the programming is written completely different because it's all by the instructors themselves, or as Justice so eloquently put it, they get to put their heart and soul into it yeah. and deliver it to the client. That's good because then it's there's, there's, I think, an element, right, when you're going to show up at a fitness class, a boutique fitness studio, you, you want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. But so often mm-hmm. I would like to know, hey, maybe I'm coming in from another workout that I did 
and my arms are super sore. Okay, mm-hmm. well, then I'm going to go to a legs day rather than right. torching my arms again. I don't have to show up feeling like I'm not in control of my body or that I'm doing something that I know isn't like the best for me. Right. So that's really great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, obviously, I'm, I'm going to make this assumption on the, on the treadmill, kind of like high intensity intervals. <clears throat> yes. You're going at like... Yeah, you'll never be in the same pace doing the same thing for more than three minutes okay Mm -hmm. so it is why i love it is like you're like oh god it's been 10 minutes i've been on this treadmill like it flies and you're like we are done and you push yourself so the 15 minutes we transition you it could be a minute you're going to go up speed but then you may recover and walk and it's that heart rate elevating the heart rate to see the biggest yeah Mm -hmm. that's my that is my favorite way to run and that's when that is the only time when i can get into a zone with running or feel like really good and accomplished about running is when I'm doing mm-hmm. interval training like that right. on a treadmill. If you yeah. tell me to just like go out and run by miles, I'm yeah. like, well, where's the route? Right. Like, how, where am I looking at? <laughs> Can I stop? I don't know how to pace myself. So I'm right. just like, I, am I going too fast? Am I going too slow? <laughs> right. Yeah. I and mean, I think that's a beautiful part about the, the treadmill portion of the program. Like Jess said, it's maximum three minutes. Sometimes drills are two minutes or one minute, but we change the incline for you. We give you a reference point. Your ending warm-up pace is usually the first 15 minutes or sorry, the first five minutes of class. You get to this ending warm-up pace. And then we make reference to that multiple times throughout class. 0.1 to 0.5 above your ending warm-up pace. Increase yeah. pace, slow down, decline. So again, yeah. adds a lot of variety. So to your point, you don't get or just running in a straight yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. And then um, for the the floor mm-hmm. portion, mm-hmm. what does what does that look like? Are they saying like you is it's many reps or is it to the mm-hmm. the beat so to speak? You know right. what's that kind of look yeah, like? Yeah. So everything is time based. Okay. The entire class is all time okay. based, right? So no floor exercise is going to be longer than one minute. So okay. we'll say floor pick up two medium to heavy dumbbells. And again, you determine what medium to heavy is. Right. For you, it may be. 15 pounds for me, it may be eight pounds. Right. Well, it depends how I'm feeling yeah. for that day. That makes sense. Totally. <laughs> You're going to pick up the eight. I'm going to pick up the 15. <laughs> yes. And then we'll give direction to the floor to do a bicep curl to reverse lunge. Right. Yeah. And so you'll continue to do that for a full minute. And we like to um, compound our moves. Right. We don't want you to sit there and just do a bicep curl for a full minute. We like to add, again, variety gotcha. within inside that space because one of those moves may be too much to do for a straight minute. So another right. one may be we'll have a push up to a down dog. You're doing a push up. Then to a down dog, push up and a down dog. So you're okay. not overtaxing your muscles. You're getting variety with inside a workout, but you leave again feeling accomplished and not completely defeated. And that's the overall intention, again, of all components of, of the program that we write at Shrek. Right, right. No, that makes sense. And I'm also thinking too, you, know, you have 15 minutes on the floor, the mm-hmm. compound movement will mm-hmm. help kind of keep you engaged. Oh, continuously elevated. change. Yeah, literally yeah. every minute on the minute you're doing something new and you're not doing the same move throughout the entire class. So again, it's a little bit of a surprise. You don't know what the instructor has in store for you. So again, that's, and again, you add the music and the dim lights. Music. Just, we just did one of our I classes know. with our, our, our trainer and we, <laughs> we finished it up and she's like, all right, last 30 seconds, dance party. And I can't remember what song it was. And the video's on our Instagram and everybody's just little, it looked like a nightclub because yeah. the lights are oh. down low and everybody's God, jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more, I'm done. Studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sign me up. No, the music's great. I think the other element to add with Shred is we do offer showers. We have hand, mm-hmm. like towels, service, like everything's complimentary. And then we are parents of two and we have childcare, which I always want to add is that's important. What we love to do prior to kids was run on Saturday mornings together. We've done half marathons together. We'd work out where we could. And that kind of shifts as you have kids. And so once COVID allows us to open up childcare, 
that was really important. It is part of the model with Shred is mm-hmm. childcare to support moms and um, families. And so we'll have that as well. Um, and we're looking forward to that. What What does it look like? Is it kind of like the kids are in a room together and there's someone mm-hmm. overseeing? They mm-hmm. like play games? Mm-hmm. What do they do? <laughs> what do kids do? What I don't do know. they do? Uh, what don't kids do? Oh, <laughs> that's a better question. Such a, we put our toddlers in there and they wanted everything but the toy room because all the hair ties and things are much more fun. But um, what do they do? Well, you'll have someone who will be in their care mm-hmm. um and we have some people very passionate about childcare. they prefer it and so they'll be taking care of the kids um we try to keep that consistent so you start to know the person um but we'll oh, yeah, have that's nice. toys we have netflix we have bean bags um we'll have a lot of things yeah coloring but yeah oh, lots of Love toys yeah cool yeah, cool cool they'll be in good hands how would you describe your style when it comes to like the way that you're going to structure your class, the way that you're going to lead your class? Are you asking me? Or asking I'm asking. Yes. You're not instructing, right, Jess? Nope. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping she was going to change her mind here eventually. <laughs> um, so for mine, so I've never been a fitness instructor. So my fitness journey has been all over the place. But yeah. Long story short, I got into running half marathons. Um, my brother ran his first half marathon. She had been, we'd been together probably five years at that point in time. And I wanted mm-hmm. nothing to do with running. Yeah. And my brother tells me he's going to run half marathon. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me, let me try this thing out. It's like, I can, I can do it faster than you can. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a great motivating factor. And then she, of course she looks at me. She's like, really? That's all it took was your brother to go and do it. But I finally got into fitness, really found my joy in it. And I really found my joy. I tried the gyms, couldn't motivate myself consistently to go to the gym. Yeah. Group fitness was a place where I really found my home. You made reference to Ashley earlier on today. Yeah. Loved going to her classes yeah. all day every day always great her and kelly the ebony and ivory yeah miss those girls yeah so i take a lot from what i've learned from them and my joy that i found with inside of running gonna bring those into my classes i know everybody's on their own fitness journey themselves i just want to help them again get to just one step further than what they actually stepped into class for yeah. so guaranteed it's not going to be quiet it is going to be hype no it is i've going taken to be a some of your classes even without any this is what i love about you know, the pop-ups that you have, it's like you you can't fully get that experience in a studio with the wow. lights and the treadmill right. and the music. Right. And then you're still leading us through a workout in a Lululemon store. And it's amazing <laughs> and incredible. And you can feel the energy. Like, I can't even right. imagine how it's Then you translate. add the music and all the other stuff I can't to it. Even yeah, imagine. It's, you're going to be overflowing. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a great time. We got again, practice again this past weekend, which again, I'm starting at the same place. I may be the owner. I'm starting in the same place that all of our trainers are. I want to go through every single thing that they're going through as well. And again, our master trainer gave me specific feedback. Need to work on these things. Need to remember to count people in and out of drills. But oh, yeah, the personality, the personality thing, fortunately, is not something that I had to learn to do. I just had to let it shine with inside the space. Right, right. And I will say that is really important because I mm-hmm. absolutely want to know. And it's so motivating for me to be like, okay, you have 20 seconds left. Yes. You have 15 seconds left. Yes. Like, you know that just, you can do right. it. Yes. You can push I through. love those time cues. I don't know if that's a universal thing, but for me specifically, mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, I, we, I'm with you. It. I'm like, I can do anything for 30 seconds. I can. I totally. Can. We always were talking about building your team. Now mm-hmm. you said you mentioned mm-hmm. you have a team of 20 people, which is crazy. I work in talent, mm-hmm. right? So like I'm in recruiting and kind of building teams how what was your philosophy or you know kind of the value system when you mm-hmm. thought about creating and bringing people on board to your team that's all you it. yeah uh, that's all you well, one of the things i'm most passionate about is building teams um and so we 
I was sitting in Deeper Roots Coffee, and I had ran into Brian Cromer, who started Queen City Church here. Okay. And he knew nobody. And I was like, how did you do it? And He, he was, knew no one? And they, yeah, they knew no one. They came here, and they had like two people. And um, we had went to his church, and like the feeling was like energetic. Yeah. People, it was just the people were lovely. And yeah. he was like, I knew my values, and I hired people based on my values and put them where their strengths were. And I've always known that. Sure. But he was my reset to say that's what we need to start with before we hire anyone. I needed that. And so we spent hours. Tedious work. Writing our vision um, for this team. And I believe that's like incredible. what you manifest, what you create, what you believe and like put on paper, it can happen. And it's like chilling to see our team now. But we spent a lot of times in coffee shops just rewriting and thinking through what's important. What, is it wanna, what do we want it to feel like more than anything? Um, so this was probably at least a year ago. And then we were clear on our values and we asked those questions to those that were wanted to come on our team. Like, What's important to you? We even asked like, what values are important to you? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your strengths? Things like that. And really, um, we would bring people together in a room that didn't know each other. Like, how did they connect with each other? Not mm-hmm. just us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also important because we knew everyone coming in our door were guests, were strangers we never knew, but how can they instantly create a connection? Um, so we worked very diligently and were strong hell yeses for those that we were going to keep on. Yeah. Um, and some people like Nick Melnick's been with me for two years, just He's holding so on. Great. He's one of my favorite humans He's and so believed Amazing. in our, what we were doing, but we knew like it just was a process. And so we've slowly built our team. It wasn't quick. But then with COVID, we didn't have our front desk hired. I had done a ton of coffee prior with trainers and we didn't even have all of our trainers. And so Zoom was the new way to do it. Yeah. And we joke like I just met some of the people three weeks ago the first time in person right. um, and it's come it's beautiful how it's all panned out um, and we're really excited for the yeah. 19 that we have on yeah. and to see how that's all they played into the vision it's yeah critical. what were like some of the values like high level values that you wanted the, the team to embody yeah um, community mm-hmm. we have service connection um, personal responsibility integrity is mm-hmm. really big yeah um and communication i always say yep. in a relationship anything is strong when you have really good communication yep. and so we talk about giving feedback receiving feedback being open to hearing and just like culture within our team those values are important and we actually just had a meeting last weekend of like we can tell you how to dress like what to do all the things but what's most sure. important is like this foundation of who we are by our values will stand and we will stand with it. And so what does that mean to each of us and how do we live by them in our studio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, essentially what you're doing is you're creating a company culture. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly. so important. Yeah. yeah. So important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. How has it been trying to open a fitness studio in a pandemic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say the first couple of weeks. Yeah. We're definitely the toughest, right? Is like so you got sucker you, punch. Were yeah. you, when, when were you like slated to open Mm-hmm. before COVID, mm-hmm. did that change anything? Yeah, so yeah. we were originally supposed to open first week of June was okay. where we were originally supposed to open. So COVID hit, um, and the primary thing that ended up pushing us back is being able to have the trainers, our master trainers, come on in because they couldn't travel. They couldn't we couldn't travel. have people come on in, so that's really what pushed up. Actually, Our construction actually stayed right on time. Wow, that's a first. Nothing changed on our construction, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so construction continued going forward just the way it was supposed to. But um, when COVID hit, it was like a, a punch to the gut for us where we took a week to yeah. really absorb and what react to it. Like? Right? What did that week look like? Mm, were, you, well, were, were, there thoughts, were there thoughts of like, this isn't yeah. going to happen? Yeah, I think I was paralyzed by fear. It is paralyzing. I had moments I had to get back 
into some podcast, like get reset for myself. We operate differently in how we handle adversity at times like oh, this. Oh, yeah. What, how do you operate differently? Oh, I'm I interested. went to fear. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. That's like what the I what do ifs, too. like the 90,000 what ifs. Um, and Bassie. I kind of ignore him. <laughs> sure. He's like the. We, what, already, so what are you going to do? We have we've to already signed the lease, control. right? Yeah. We've already got the team. We've already got the loan. We've already started. Like, it's too late to stop. Yeah. If we try to stop now, you're in more trouble. Continue right. to move forward, right? Yeah. We have a great foundation. We know what we're doing. We know why yeah, we are doing it. Yeah, that's the biggest piece. You have to know your purpose and know individual purpose and then studio purpose. And so that actually has kept us going. I know my purpose in life is to unlock the potential in others to live a meaningful life. Mm-hmm. And Bassi knows his purpose. And I know I can do that within my studio or wherever I'm at in my community. And I want to do that. And so that has helped us keep going. And then why we're doing this. If you don't know that, like I can't imagine because you're just like trying to survive. But get back to your purpose. And how has it been? We, I was paralyzed by fear. I say that. Then I saw this team that we're building. And I say to them all the time, you are what's keeping us going. Yeah. And the community. Even those pop-ups on Zoom. When you get 20 people, like we were like high-fiving in the kitchen, like, yes, 25 people signed up or whatever it was. Like That's incredible to get 25 was, people yeah. to sign up for a virtual so workout. all those people out there, thank you. Like they kept us going yeah. when mm-hmm. you needed it. And what I always say, don't be reactive. Stick with your plan. And what we had to learn, we got this from Bobby Slattery the other day at 50 West. You have to look at your business different, but it doesn't change. Like you don't, you can't just jump on a new path. Sure. Stay on your path, but just like think about how do you open a business in a pandemic, like strategize differently. And so right now we're doing like 30 minutes small trial classes because we have a four week window till we open where normally mm. it's a one week window. We're doing private tours and things that we wouldn't have had the time to do Yeah, and allow more people accessibility into the studio at more of a maybe social distance, things like that. Um, so we didn't get reactive. We stayed with our course and we stayed with our purpose. Yeah. And our team built us up community. Mm -hmm. Um, the things our values the things that are important to us so honestly it's been fun it's been challenging you just have to like shift our what oh yeah well we were talking about this before we started too it's incredible of what we're capable of doing Mm -hmm. when we have in our head I can never work out in my living room Mm -hmm. I can never do a podcast remotely Mm -hmm. months later you're like I did it here we are there's a silver lining there is we like continue to see thankfully like that worked out that way and that way and um, we'll continue to see it. It's not ideal. I want 30 people in our studio. We can only sure. have 15. Okay. I was um, going to ask. So this is coming out June 26th. You guys will have your your opening day is what day? July 11th. July 11th. Yeah. So July 11th will be our Like open day. for classes. Open for classes. We're going to be starting with nine days of free classes. Oh, Come on wow. in. Try us out 20 times. Oh, right? wow. Two times That's a day. Cool. As many times as you want. It's, it's about driving the trial, right? Yeah. Because we believe once you come on in, we were talking about the treadmills earlier. I could tell you every single thing that made those treadmills great. But until you come in and actually run in the treadmills yourself, you're not going to truly be able to understand it. So that's yeah. what we want to do those nine days free trial. Come on in, try it as much as you possibly can. And then our hope is that you'll want to join our our fitness family yeah. as a result. And you can have, you're doing 15 capacity, full capacity mm-hmm. is 30. You have to do 15. Or is Correct. it, are you doing like every other station? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So every we're doing, tread. yeah. So we're doing, um, yeah, every other treadmill and every other floor station. So everybody will be assigned a number. So you'll be on the number one treadmill and you'll be on the number one floor station okay, at the same it, time. So it. we don't have to share any equipment while people are in there at the same time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't mm-hmm. have to wear masks working out. Okay. Thank you. I'm very <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work. I'm bi- I've seen people on Instagram doing like doing workouts with masks on. I 
I, I don't know how they're doing you it. You can do it. But nope. I could not do it. I would not have that an enjoyable experience at all. Yeah. At all. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So I want to hear about your fitness, what you're doing now, kind of like how has it evolved in quarantine and how do you even get on like a fitness path to begin with? Have you always mm-hmm. been... I mean, we kind of heard you didn't yeah. run anything and then your brother yeah, so, told you to run yeah, a marathon. Yeah, my biggest one is I ran a half marathon and then... Um, and you'd never run before? No. You didn't play sports? I like, and- told him when we met, like, you got to be a little more active. Like, uh, sitting on the couch is not working Getting off the couch and going to the fridge for a beer is <laughs> yeah. active, right? I mean, you're moving your body. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just had to find the right motivation more than anything else. And my brother ended up being the catalyst, I think is the best way to call it. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, my brother passed away um, a couple of years ago from complications from juvenile diabetes. Oh, I'm sorry to hear Thank that. you. And so when he had passed away, we had decided we were just in the process of getting ready to move. We just got married. Well, no, he passed away four weeks before we got married. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? So, wow. yeah. So that was. That is fucking terrible. bachelor party. Yeah. Bad yeah. timing. Oh, Bad my timing. God. That's so terrible. But we, um, we focused on what it is that I could potentially go on and do and continue to work out, right? Even after my brother passed away. And one of the things that we found my focus on was continuing to run in memory of him. So mm-hmm. I decided to make the flying pig here in Cincinnati, my run for my brother, flying for most, what we call it. The yeah. hashtag. I've seen that. I mm-hmm. wasn't sure what the, okay, right. now I know exactly. what that is. Yeah, okay. so his full name is Emo. We always call him Mo for short. Uh-huh. And so there's an Instagram handle. That's what I've used as driving oh. the fundraising efforts that go along with it every single year. And what's been great is I originally started on doing the run because I wanted to remember my brother and raise money for JDR rap. Yeah. It continues to be just that, but what ends up happening at the same time is I've been able to motivate so many other people down that journey for fitness. And mm-hmm. my brother-in-law is a great example where he's jumped on a couple of our virtual workouts for us. And he's ran his first half marathon with us for flying for Mo. Just his parents, both in their sixties, ran their first half marathons wow. ever with flying for Mo. So yeah. this year before COVID hit, we had built our biggest team ever. We had 30 people wow. that were going to run the whole race with us. <laughs> and then COVID hit and you're yeah. like, Oh man, and I'm like, how am I going to hit my audacious fundraising goal that I had set of $15,000 yeah. and yeah. nobody's going to go on and run. So we continue to focus on it and continue running all the way through doing training on my own and kind of stopped for a little bit and picked on back up. But I was like, I'd already raised, I think we're a couple weeks out. I'd already raised about um, $8,000 and I said, Hey, you know what? We still got to continue to do it. So I ended up running the half marathon by myself. How thought, was that experience running the flying pig course? Right. No one's there. Not at all. And Until I got, uh, yeah. And it was raining until I got to about mile f- five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was mile five. All of a sudden, I see one of our trainers out there on the corner with her oh, puppy, wow. Bree. She's got a little puppy, Cooper, and she's sitting there with a sign. I'm like, what are you doing here? And oh, I just start bawling my yes, eyes out. Yes, I know. Go another two blocks. There's another one of my friends. Go another mile. There's a trainer, Hannah and her husband and her son. They're sitting there. And then I get to mile seven up in East Walnut Hills, right around the corner from Urbana Cafe. That's uh, where it, does it start getting hilly over there? So that I've already made it through the hill. Okay, okay, okay. But now you start going downhill. Then my wife is standing there in the corner with my father-in-law, two of our other trainers, and a couple actually four of other trainers and they finished the race with me oh wow. absolutely amazing so that has been my fitness journey is that it's really been the running and continuing to running really in memory of my brother and then i started mixing in the group fitness thing and that's really just become my thing of yeah. just bouncing around to different places yeah. and enjoying working out with groups of people that's amazing that you have something like that to honor your brother with i mm-hmm. think you know too my brother passed away a couple mm-hmm. years ago 
um, in a motorcycle accident and he just liked to party a lot. And so that is like our way that we can honor him. Not that he just partied, but that's just, I mean, he's a super fun, social, amazing, tons of friends type of guy. So when I think of like honoring him, that's, that's what feels right and special for him. Yeah. 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 That's what he'd want. For sure. If I told him that I was going to run a half marathon for him, he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing that for? (laughs) Christy, no, no, don't. I don't know. He, I don't know if he would have picked the half marathon yeah. necessary yeah. to do it. And, and honest, to be honest with you, it really was around JDRF and trying to help raise awareness for that because that was one of the things that he struggled with the most was just shame of having type one diabetes because there's mm. always a perception that he wasn't taking care of himself because right. not everybody knows the difference between type yes. one and type two. So I just decided to be the voice for him for type one. It's like how do we bring up more awareness? And I've made so many great connections with so many people in the city as yeah. a result. I mean, it's it's just been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Jess, what about you? What's been your fitness journey? Fitness journey. I um ran in high school, cross okay. country. Okay. Um, I remember my coach asked me, I'm like, I can't do three miles. And I and I laugh. I'm like, that would have been so easy. Yeah. <laughs> um and I did. I ran some half marathons in college and I started mm-hmm. getting into yoga. And predominantly yoga run majority of um, my college and post college. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, yoga run being like yoga and running. Now, yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, what's a yoga run? <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. It reminds me of that race that Lululemon put on that did like different state. Like you ran to different. Oh, we stations. did that. Oh, we got our butts movement. kicked. Yeah. Mission movement. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kelly was Mission there and had elevator yeah. elevator burpees. Right. I'm we like, started at like fifty. Yes. Then, that's that like was, a hit run. That was <laughs> right. No, no yoga in that. We but that was one of like the best like that was races type thing I ever did because you get to at least kind of. But you had so some fun. murderers out there. You had Rachel, Iron Sharpens Iron, Susie. They were having Jenkins. Yes. Had such a great group of fitness people. Really getting us. Um, but my journey has shifted and evolved. Lululemon's given me the access to try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think meditation has really been big for me um, personally. And then I met Rachel Apple at Prism, pregnant with Leona. You they, went, you you started working with yeah. her while you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. They always say don't start anything pregnant. And I went three days a week to, to the hardest Pilates class yeah. in the yes. world. In, yes. in the market by, by far. And um, I went predominantly I walked with Leon pregnant with Leona and I went to Rachel three times a week and till I almost delivered her I remember I was like 38 weeks we have a picture together and I joke she is what helped me push that baby girl out oh 100 percent and anyone if there's love. any workout that's going to help you push a baby out it just it's honestly a little it. harder than labor it's at times so um and I mean that not yeah. joking no, yeah, no. um and love that community and I will say like that's what's important like the connections that I created in that space my finished journey has evolved but it always is like when I go into a studio I love just like seeing people that I haven't seen or that I love seeing all the time like there's a group at Pilates like the same reoccurring people and you just get to know them at a different level I've always loved I taught Bassie to run and now he probably should teach me to run I haven't Mm -hmm. ran as much um since having the two kids but it evolves and I think what I always look at is like what does my body need right now Mm -hmm. Um, what am I feeling? And there is an element that I need someone to just push me and um, to do some of those harder workouts. Yeah. Um, but And Rachel. No, she's great. I will say that this will be maybe a challenge for you both coming into opening a studio right now is what I've seen in the few, because I haven't really gone back to a lot of mm-hmm. fitness studios yet, not at all because of a safety concern. It really is that I've gotten so much into 
my kind of quarantine routine and I've really been able to challenge mm-hmm. myself on my own where I didn't think that was possible before. And really? I'm loving the free time that I have with not having to, to drive yes. somewhere mm-hmm. or I can do a class at 1 p.m. when I have a break from work, you know, whatever it is. Um, but the and then I, you know, I was really excited to kind of get to get back in. And then I I went and it's not the same experience because people are at different comfort levels, right? Mm-hmm. And so obviously the classes aren't as full, but then it's there's people no one's really hanging out. No the one's lingering. talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. No, you know, everyone feels like rushed, like you're in and you're out. And maybe hopefully this is gonna, you know, digress over time and as people mm-hmm. become more comfortable or whatever that they need to do. But I think that will be the the challenge for you guys Mm -hmm. opening is like, how do we make sure people feel safe and supported, of course, and maintaining whatever Mm -hmm. guidelines that you have to legally, but then also then like, okay, but we still want you to be here and be engaged and feel a part of something where Mm -hmm. it's not like you're in your car, you're sitting in your car till five minutes before the class starts, you're getting in, you're can't touch anyone. You can't, you almost feel like you can't look at anyone and you're like, okay, you did the workout and then you just get, back out again you know like right. so true right and i and i understand and i know that it must be in terribly difficult for business owners trying to navigate all of these these different roads that we have to go down now but but it's what you love when you go there right so we totally get it we were mm-hmm. talking about that we have our first like small private class tomorrow and i look at it as like do what you feel safe with yeah so like if we can't control we were talking about this like people staying six feet apart. Like if you're with your friend and you want to stay and connect, stay and connect. But what we can control is like keeping it clean, keeping our distance the best we can as well. Um, But yeah, I lingering, I joke, I'm a linger. I know, me too. I hang Mm -hmm. and I'm the last one to leave every single class. Mm -hmm. Same. And I want that. It's so important. It's like why we did it. So you brought up a really good point. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm really excited about. Um, And I know there is an element to like not having 15 people hang. But I think the nice part is every other you can sit on your treadmill. Like we're going to work with it. But um, yeah, yeah. It's a challenge. Getting everyone out of their Zoom workouts like yourself. I know. Exactly. How how has what did your like quarantine fitness look like? Do you make any any changes? So she was my guinea pig pretty much. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Because you've you've come to play of our pop ups, right? Where yep. we're doing the pop ups, exuding all the energy, and I'm feeding off the energy with inside the people with inside that space, right? Yeah. And then we had to pivot quickly to start doing our virtual workouts. So my workouts pretty much end up being whenever I was coaching these. And Jess ended up just being a guinea pig for a lot of those workouts themselves. I've got a couple of really great pictures where she's yeah. watching the videos or we're testing out one of them there, or she's giving me some candid feedback saying, Bassie, where was your energy in that video? That wasn't you at all. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm doing it through a screen. Give me you. a break. Right. But her feedback <laughs> was valid, good. right? So I had to find a way to pivot and to change and to get the energy out, there, even though I How didn't did have people. How did you do people. that? How did you get the. I just told myself, you get it right or people aren't going to watch it, right? Yeah. Because people are, they'll be like, okay, there's just. I could do this on my own. So I had to find a way to flip it and yeah. be able to get my energy out there. So there's there's one of them that I had done a while ago. And then you end up seeing the one I did the next week after I got the feedback from her. And it was almost night and day difference. I was yeah. like, okay, I got it figured out. So then that was just on Instagram. And then we figured it out for Zoom. And now we're back to doing them back in person. But most of my workouts during COVID were pretty much running. Yeah. Um, well, and good. then doing some of our other trainers whenever they did some of the, the virtual workouts for us. I always have the recording, so I'd go back and do some of those as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that I had to, um, or I learned to pivot with the podcast and doing everything virtual was we don't 
you're not sitting across from someone, right? Like you can't pick up on those very subtle like nuances of body language or like, you know what I'm going to interject. So what I had to do was first on our, the virtual platform, it would have like two, it would have you as half the screen and then the guest as half the screen. So it's Mm -hmm. not even like you're in like a small box. Like Your face is right there. For the first maybe one or two, I was so distracted by my own self that going forward, I had to put like my notes in front of my face. So I wasn't looking at anyone but the guest. And then I had to learn that while the guest was talking, like in order for them to like continue to kind of pick up that I was engaged still, I had to make my facial expressions like way more expressive. Like if I was like really into it, tons of nodding, big smiles, like whatever it was, because that kept them like right. I would engage, engage right. and yeah. know that I'm that I'm truly listening to them and that they could like continue with their energy too. But it's Not funny just verbal. how you like, yeah, you had I had to like over exaggerate it. It's funny how you learn, learn and pivot, adapt, learn and pivot, adapt. We can. Yep, that's true. What about you? How did your did your fitness change at all? Yeah, it did. I yeah. mean, I'm mostly in the community when I work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, like Betsy said, a lot of his workouts. And I took the kids on a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. And a double bob is not an easy run. I, do you, like in a stroller, pounds, you're push. pushing no no a stroller and running? Attempted. Two. Yeah, that's what we did. And then some days I would choose just a single bob with one of the kids who was still awake. and Or we would just go on walks. It yeah. was nice. I did some yoga. And I did a lot of meditation, mm. especially in the beginning. Like I know in my anxiety, it's like hiding. Like I just needed it. Like heightened. How effect. do you meditate? Um, how? Do you do guided or yeah, do you- guided? Okay, fully guided. Um, and there's different like hype headspace. Yeah, yeah. Um, app that I've used at Lululemon. We have some podcasts available, and so I just really committed to every morning at least 15 minutes. Um, oh wow, that's giving great. Myself some space before I like ran into the day I really needed it yeah especially as I we transitioned into COVID mm-hmm. one of the things that I have to now be mindful of as I'm starting to go to more classes is that when I'm in my living room by myself I can make all the noises I want <laughs> the grunting. I can the grunting the like heavy breathe the like Pushing. I can say whatever the fuck I want to the instructor. I can I yell at them. I can, yeah. Yeah, I can yell at myself. I hate my, you know, I would do whatever it is. And then I get into the class and I'm like, oh, shit. I, gotta, like I can't say anything. I can't make a lot of, can't make noises. <laughs> I, can't, like, I have to like contain, I have to like learn how to contain myself like, again. I've been like people. unleashed. Yeah. Bring it back in. I'm sure they don't mind. But yeah, <laughs> they might mind if I right. if I start screaming at the instructor. I'm like, why are you making us do this again? I'm like, this is a stupid transition. We shouldn't do this. I love it. It's super cr- judgy and critiquing. We've lost our filter. I know. I know. Though. No filters. Okay, so who wants to go first for the big question? What does being fit mean to you? Bessie, mm-hmm. you go first. I know. I really loved your answer when you practiced this last night. Oh, we were going through the questions. <laughs> yes. Christy mm-hmm. sent us this, and I was like, in seconds, I. I, as I've been in fitness for a while, I always say to me, being fit is being fit physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I know when I need to lean into one mm-hmm. based on where I'm at in my life, based on what's going on. And there may be times I haven't done cardio in a week, but I really lean into meditation mm-hmm. or, um, you know, what depends. So I think all three of those are really important yeah. to balance. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some, they're not always balanced, but to know when to choose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you always been good at that? at being able to say, I'm not going to do a week of cardio because I need to meditate. Cause I feel like that's 
it's easy for our e- my ego at least. I'm speaking mm-hmm. I can speak for myself to creep in and be like, oh no, you should do the cardio, or what yeah. if you're going to lose something, or you're not as strong, or you're not yeah. as fast. I haven't, but I would say in the past year or two, fitness looks so different for me. Yeah. It's like for a feeling, it's for like the energy I get from it versus like the other, what I calorie burning. Like it's not yeah. that for me. It's yeah. like how I, what my body needs, what I need. And no, I think I'm just more aware. Like you talk about like awareness of self. Yep. Um, and I wish meditation could be every day. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. you haven't done it, I encourage people like I can't sit still, but like I think what we lack is space and space allows you to like pause before we're always in just reacting mode. Mm-hmm. And I'm a better mom, better wife, hopefully yep. <laughs> teammate when you just can um, separate for a hot second. Totally. Well, it's like if if your first reaction to me is I can't do this for I can't sit still for, for 15 yeah. minutes. That is but the you thing you gotta need do. It. You <laughs> need it more yeah. than you anyone. Work on. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So for me, I would say I like the challenge, mm-hmm. right? Is is that's what fit means to me at the end of the day is just challenging my body to do things I didn't normally think I could do. Like it started off as running a half marathon. Never thought I could do run a half marathon. Um, the most recent ones have been I started going eating vegetarian, more flexitarian. So it's like six days a week. Oh yeah. How long have you been doing that? It's been three years now. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you, are you vegetarian too, Jess? Well, he cooks. <laughs> Not oh, by choice. Cocktails but. and the, you know. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Got so it. she eats whatever I cook. So I'm so by choice. Like, oh, I'm a vegetarian. Right. I'll, exactly. I'll eat whatever you make. Right. Yeah. Um, so I started doing that a couple of years ago just because somebody said, hey, a close friend of mine who does a lot of barbecuing, he said him and his family are going vegetarian Monday to Friday. I was like, what? crazy and then i started asking more questions like well why not try it I was like was it gonna hurt just like your yeah. your question just out there so decided to give that a try and then this is the big test it was right before i was starting to train for my next flying pig mm. and so we're like well can you train for right. a half marathon right. doing vegetarian so we said why not there was a lot of mental creep my wife jess was even like i don't know if you should do it like you're too big like you're gonna fall you down protein, you're, you yada, need yada. protein yeah. protein protein right so it just became more of a no, I'm going to do There's this. There's the challenge, yeah. Exactly. So ended up making it through that whole year and um, ended up holding on to it afterwards just because I enjoyed the way that it made me feel. And I watched a documentary, um, What the Health. Okay, yeah. Was a great one. Guy was a little quirky, but he was asking really great questions that nobody could actually go through and answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just progressed on from there. But then talking about more challenging myself again physically, this most recent year I added into my training regimen Pilates. So going to Rachel, I literally had that planned out every other week was going to Rachel and doing Pilates because I knew that core work was going to help me propel even better when it came to the half marathon. You hear her coming back every single time. She's like, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. I'm like, why would I go and, okay, no, that's all more of a reason. I know. Why go and do it? I was like, if she could do it pregnant with both of our kids. I could do it. It's definitely she not easy. She is a superhuman. If <laughs> right. I just oh, learned that about doubt. you. <laughs> without a doubt. You without build the endurance. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, it's just about finding ways just to challenge myself outside my comfort zone. Right. Whether it's by what I eat. It doesn't have to be physically, physical or mental. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you guys so much for coming Aww. on. Okay. Where can people follow you? How do they get all the news, the info? What's the date? July 9th? Uh, July 11th. July so 11th. Saturday, July 11th, we'll be opening up free classes. Come on down by the time this podcast drops, right? It'll be two yep, weeks from then. Out June 26th. Yep. So it'll be two weeks from then. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at shred415415redbank. 
You can follow our stories on there. Now you follow me personally at Bassy Jr. Yeah. You get beautiful pictures of my kids, my beautiful vegetarian dishes. Pictures of your children. <laughs> Aww, beautiful. <laughs> Come and check us out. But yeah, we love to have the community out there, right? We really want to engage. This is why Jess and I started this, right? It's yeah. rooted in our values. Our values are community and connection. And, and we found that the space is going to allow us to connect with our community in ways that we never had, right? Especially yeah. in live current events with with um, uh, the murder of uh, George Floyd, is that we see this as a medium for us to express and have conversations yep. and to educate. Being a person of color myself, yeah. this we knew why we wanted to create this space, but now there's a medium for us to have this conversation. That's amazing. We want to be able to have that conversation. So it's more than just the workout itself. That's the tagline, but we truly do mean it. It is truly more in the workout. We want to make sure that we can help support everybody on whatever journey it is that they're going in yeah. to be able to have those conversations. That's great. And mm -hmm. where is it? Where's the location on Red Bank? So it's on the corner of uh, Madison Red Bank. So if you know where okay. MedPace building is. Yes. There's a new Bigby Coffee that just went in the same strip mall as well. So we're on okay. the opposite end of that strip mall. Okay. There. You can find us there. Cool. Great. Right. Cool. 4781 Red Bank Expressway. Amazing. I can't right. wait. Mm. Come on through. Come on in. Can't wait. Thank Come you on for through. your support. Right. Thank you guys for all your support, yes. too. Thank I, you. I really, really love you. And congratulations you on your new Rubio yes. Studios. Yes, guys, we right? did it. This Thanks. is right. a greenhouse. It's beautiful. Thanks for hanging in with me. Uh, reminder to listeners, follow me on Insta at What the Fit Podcast at Chrissy Grody. If you like the idea of more people hearing this podcast, please rate and review on iTunes. It helps Drive eyeballs to the podcast. And if you really love What the Fit, help support the podcast with a monthly contribution on the Patreon. And if monetary contribution is not possible for you right now, it's just so helpful to share the podcast on your social media. Tell your friends. If you're looking to collaborate, connect, suggest guests, DM me or email me, whatthefitpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.